Um, I just want to say <laughs> we have been getting so much good feedback. Um, people have been DMing me about Crystal. People have been DMing me about Tristany. People have been DMing me just about the topics that we talked about. Um, people have been wanting to get on the podcast. People have been wanting to be guests. People want commentary. Like somebody asked me for a did I cheat shirt? Uh, <laughs> people been asking me all kind of questions over the last week. Um, as well as I don't even think I've told y'all like what the number of amount of people that we have had listened to the podcast at this point. Um, we're at 50 people. With- <laughs> oh my god, they think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, we're at 50 people, and it gives me the breakdown of the people's age, and it gives me the breakdown of if it's male or female, and it's 50 50. Okay. The age range that has most listened to us is 24 to 34. So, That's my age bracket. Really? <laughs> so, I'm really, I'm really happy with what has happened so far with the podcast and the commentary that I have got back from the people that have listened to it. Um, I listen, I have listened to episode one a good 10 times and I laughed so fucking hard. And it's us just being us. Like... <laughs> So okay, how do I listen to the podcast? Mm. And in my mind, I'm like, mm, don't do it. <laughs> but by now, I'm pretty sure they probably have listened to it. So I was just like, bruh, they gonna hear it. And I was like, bruh, like, yeah, like, like, okay. So when I talk to y'all, like the last podcast, I was talking to y'all as if we're talking, as if we're on just on the phone. You know, it's just us. But, I mean, I don't care if, you know, we sharing whatever we'll do on the third. But, like, for other people to, like, try to, try to chime in and, like as if they know us and know what I'm talking about and know, you know, all that. And it's like, no, you have to relax. Like, we can talk about certain topics, but, like, don't try to be specific and tell me about this, this person, and then this is in the third, like, because, no, you don't know. And you know you don't want to get stuff construed and everything like that. So yeah, that's not a cush ass out. Oh, period. Oh, stay in your place and go about what the fuck I tell you. <laughs> I have whatever I say, I say it, and, and it's not going to be elaborated <laughs> unless I choose to elaborate on it. Period. All I can say is somebody I used to fuck off with, and I'm not going to even say I used to. It's somebody that like. I really liked, and I was talking to them at the beginning of the year, and Tristan didn't know who I'm talking about. I was talking to them at the beginning of the year, and I feel like he had really good energy, but he had a confrontation with one of my friends, and I had to, like, explain to him, like, you know, I didn't really have to explain, because he kind of, he grown manish, like, so it's, it's not, I don't know, like, I had to explain type shit, but I had to, like, I feel like I had to, like, make up for, like, the energy that my friend put off on them. So, Mm. and y'all are not the friends. But, I mean, and the person that kind of went off on them was drunk. But. (laughs) Sounds like my story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, relax. (laughs) 
But um, he listened to the podcast and was like, oh, so when I asked you, was you talking to somebody else? Like you, ah, uh, don't come out here with that uh, shit. This what I show was like, mm, don't come out here with that shit. Here we go. Like, yeah. guess who? Yeah, and it's like, so what if I was talking about you? I mean, he don't got six kids. Hold on, Chris is playing. Guess who? <laughs> For real, I'm here trying to be motherfucking Nancy Drew. Don't be out here doing this shit. Just let us talk and listen. Oh my god. He said quit playing guess who? I like that. I'm gonna use that. Guess who? Don't use my shit. I'm from the copyright. <laughs> I can't stand you. But what um what do y'all want to talk about today? Should we talk about it? <laughs> People staying in their damn place. Okay. I like Ooh. it. I, I staying in your room. I like that. And I <laughs> But um I don't know, like with this, like it just makes you think about like how much are you going to tell? What are you gonna tell? How much are you gonna disclose? And could it possibly sabotage like any Ooh. type of future relationships or are people gonna like look at you in a different light or is it your potential? people that you want to you know get acquainted with like how are they gonna perceive it or are you just gonna say fuck it pop your shit and whatever goes goes i mean it's just like when you come on a platform like this you have to think about that but you want to be you want to talk your truth uh, that's first and foremost but you also want to like leave a little discretion like a little bit of mysteriousness about you my discretion is who i'm talking about Mm mm-hmm I'm pretty transparent anyway, so. Yes, ma'am, you sure are. <laughs> so, it really don't matter to me. Because people going to say what they want to say regardless. They're going to make their assumptions. Even if I state what I stated, they still going to try to put extra little shit out there if they want to. So, shit, fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of scared about my, like, parents hearing what I had to say because I can't parents girl no I really like for real I was just like ooh, like you know because when I look at my parents I just don't have that like like I love my parents both of them but I mm-hmm. feel as if though sometimes when I say stuff they like they eyes open like oh my god like you know it's just yeah. like certain conversations I just don't like having with them so for them to hear me talking about things like my relationships, sex, like friendships, situationships, it's just it's just like uh, you know. But I just had to. It kind of scary, but I have to embrace the fact that people that don't even know me are about to hear these things about me too. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and I'm grown. But I had to keep reminding myself, girl, you grown. Like, this is what 24-year-olds do. So, Girl, that's, why I've, that's been my favorite line since I was 18. You grown. Anybody that's over 18, you grown. 18. You, over 18, you grown. Five. Oh, and I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, you grown. You are grown. Whether you grown, grown, or you just grown, you grown regardless. You make your own decisions. And if it ain't affecting you physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, financially, then you're good. (laughs) 
So you grown. That's my favorite one. My favorite one. And I'm quick to tell somebody, you are grown. Do what you need to do. You grown. I'm gonna tell my folks if it if you feel like you gonna feel some type of way about what I say, don't listen. Yeah, I was. I know when my folks told me they was listening. Well, my my dad said something first and was just like, "What's the link to your podcast?" And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> and then my mama said something, and I was like, "I wouldn't do it if I was you," you know. But like. It is no, our money for your situation, you should have said a little bit more than I wouldn't do it if I was nice. You should have told your mama, do not listen to this episode, sis. But it's <laughs> like I can say whatever I want to say, but she's still gonna do what she wanna do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you like I said, you grown, so hey. Right. And, she, and she know what's up, so yeah. I mean she look, she knows. From this situation, she knows. Yeah, she, that's what I'm saying. She knows. So I mean, what's what she gonna what she gonna tell you? Stop money? No. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you live and you learn. That's how I get it. And exactly, you gonna keep living. You gonna keep learning. And you gonna keep doing the same stupid stuff. But whatever. I'm speaking for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, let me throw that in there because I. <laughs> Yeah, I just took a picture and my butt is getting really big. Okay, Chris. You better pop send it to us. <laughs> I thought you were going to send us all your pictures before you sent them out. What happened? I'm going to send it now, girl, because period. Oh, Crystal. I mean, I never show, I don't think I showed Crystal my pictures for my birthday shoot. Uh, I I, no, huh? Yes, you did. I did. When? I think it was like that day you was drunk, but like what day? <laughs> right. I don't remember. Oh, I remember. When we was at your house, right? No. Yep. My house. We was at your house. Oh, we were somewhere together. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So I was thinking of a topic, and I was. This shit finna sound so crazy. But with the stay, stay in your lane thing, right? So, mm-hmm. scenario. For instance, say you out. You talking to somebody, but it's in between y'all two, right? And you out with your friend. You see the dude out, Right? He mm-hmm. popping his shit. He with somebody that you and him then talked about. <laughs> not fucking. He he's saying he not messing off with that person. You see him out with that person. A, do you say something? B, do you not say something? And deal with it when you see him. Okay, how am I? What is me and his relations like? Relations. Um, you and him see each other five out of the seven days a week. Baby, I'm gonna act a donkey. Cause stop playing with me. Where they at? <laughs> like on a date? They out like clubbing together. He popping. He popping cheeks for her. Oh, I'm gonna act a fool. If I'm with him that much, if this just a dude that 
I ain't with like that then. I'm going to let him do him. But it sounds like we damn near in a relationship. Does the amount of time you spend with somebody make you in a relationship? Like, no. <laughs> nah. I answered it fast, but no. Look. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I had to adjust my glasses like y'all can see me. But, um, no. The amount of time now, you can spend five days out the week, every day, basically in the night, maybe like two, three days in a row, and they're still not it's not it's okay for me it's not relationship there's none of that until we say we are together until we say we are dating we together we something until we say that there is i don't care how much time we spend together i don't care you could be spending that over here almost every day that's not, not playing like my games with yourself. That's not likely to happen. No, this just I'm just no, this is real because I've honestly been through that. Like, yeah. Why was you spending that much time with him? Because it was cool. It was fun. We had, yeah. it was cool. Like, I mean, we cool. We cook it. We have a great time together. So I have no problem. And I've been five out of seven. Yeah. Listen, hey. At one point, yes, it was. was there days. was a lot of days together. We had a comeback. Because it was like, whoa. This, That's a lot of days. It is, because it started. It was starting to feel like, you know what I'm saying, whoa. And we weren't even trying to be, but it was just happening. It was like, you know. See, yeah, like that. Then I can understand, like, I wouldn't say nothing if I saw him out with another girl. Because y'all had, like, a good understanding. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what a lot of people don't be having. You got to have an understanding. Mm. And it's all about communication. That's why I stress so much communication. Community. I stress this with everybody, anybody, whether we dating, we previously dated, we trying to date, well, anybody communicate, communicate. Because that's the number one thing for things like that. Because people gonna get their heart broken all of that. But if you communicate, both of y'all gonna know what it is and what it's not. Folks like to be on that. You know, like try, either try to be a player, a pimp, or. You know, once you hit a certain level, you know, uh, we just friends, but you treat her like you, you know, that's your girl. If you treat her like that's your girl, you you tell other folks that's your friends. Does she know that? You know, is that communicated yeah. to her? Do do both parties understand? So having both parties understand is like always my number one goal. Like, what's going on with you? Talk to me. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to let you know what I got going on, what's in my head. I try to do that majority of the time, but of course I'm human. We all human. We yeah. praise, you know, we fall short. But that's, I mean, it's all about communication and you can avoid all of that because me and the person I was cooling with, like, we would hang out all day long. Spend a night, next day come over, spend a night, spend a night, spend a night, days in a row. And we just, we just cool and kicking it, like, literally. Yeah. And never once did I think I was his, we were dating, never once did I think that I was in a relationship with this person because that was never set in stone. Nothing. We never made that establishment. We were just cool and kids. We just always had a fun time together, you know. So establishing that communication and letting each other know what's up is, and it it wasn't that that neither one of us wanted it or neither one of us didn't want it or want. You know, it was just you know that's just what it was. We were just you know enjoying the moment. Yeah, I listened to um. 
he's a really good friend of mine, but he's been doing these porch talks since coronavirus had started. His name is Cody the Grand on Instagram. Um, and he did, he dropped like a two minute clip about situationships and just saying, mm-hmm. when you, when you get in these situationships, you need to make it clear what you want. And like Tristan was saying, they both were somewhere on the same page when it comes it, when it came to like what type of relationship they had so nobody was for the most part confused like y'all were in a routine y'all had an understanding that y'all were kicking it you know what I mean like mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. type of things need to be talked about and I feel like sometimes and I can say on the female part aspect of it we go into it like I'm this G I'm finna we just finna do this this is all but then we start to change you know like our feelings start to change and then instead of us saying something about our feelings changing we just assume that they should understand but we have to communicate that and we can't fault the guy for not catching it because it's like I haven't communicated that to you. Yeah. And that's where I, I can say I have fallen short in situations where I go into it with like I'm a G, like I don't want this, I don't want that, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, my feelings change. And then I'm like, this man is switched up. Da, da. But I <laughs> but he didn't switch yeah. up. I switched up. I changed. Right. I finished right. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's like, damn, like I ain't that G that I thought I was. Like, I'm a human. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny that you said it. Because I never start, I never started actually thinking on that level until the person that I was cooling with. Actually, it, it was like, and then, and we and then we had been cooling and kicking it for a little minute now. Like, a little, like a little minute. Until he actually said the words. You know, I like you, right? And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And it was like a couple months after that, I was like, okay, maybe I might like him too. And then granted, we still hang out. Like, it's just when I was feeling like when that, when that change happens, it was just like, oh, shit. Like, should I say this too? Should I like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like, it, yeah, I definitely feel you that that when they change, you need to communicate that. And that's why I be so big on communication. Let me know. Yeah. I'm gonna let you know. Let me but know. But then it's kind of <laughs> scary when it's not reciprocated. Because like when True. I said, and I fucked up at this point, and I feel like I don't even think I told y'all about this, but six kid bay, I kind of said mm. You know, my feelings have changed based off the energy that we was giving between each other. But he was going yeah. based off my energy, not the energy yeah. that he per se wanted to give off. So he was going off my energy. So when I said my energy changed mm. or like, you know, my feelings changed about you, he was like, whoa. And I was like, Okay, which made me not even want to communicate with him no more. But it, then yeah. when I looked at him, like he didn't do nothing different than what he been doing. I changed. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. Crystal, you ever changed up? Nope. 
<laughs> That's why I ain't said shit. I've been sitting here trying to think. Crystal like, been so tough body. Bro, I be tough body until it be it be a certain point until like I be like, all right, I'm caught. Fuck it. I feel um, like Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like I just can't mm, No. I don't know. I think I like the wrong ones, y'all. Dang. I I don't think I like oh. none of them. Here we go. The last episode was you love. I said I, I love, love right him. Okay. I said I love one of them. Now he don't. <laughs> I'm, and because that was a mutual, like it started off like this is that cool, cool, and then yeah. we both had really. He said it first. This was the this was the thing is the niggas be saying it first, but when you be like, if, "Ooh, I hate." He it. said it first. I really had already been feeling yeah. like it, so I was like, "Shit." I'm glad I didn't have to say it first. So we had worked at the time, but like other niggas, I know mm-hmm. off top what I want and what I don't want. So, and then over time, yeah. I be thinking it's gonna progress, but it don't. So, what kind of progression are you expecting for me to like them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my feelings don't get stronger or nothing. Like it stay the same. Yeah, I think that's like a mental thing, though. Like I don't. Sometimes you have no control over who you like mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but apparently I'm talking to some ain't shit niggas because uh, uh. my niggas don't be let me shit. say because most of my <laughs> my dudes be they be decent. <laughs> <laughs> my dudes are educated, you know. They you know, some they somewhat decent, you know, not out here. Popping their shit and with the one the third. Somewhere. I'd be liking the bottom of the barrel. The thugs. The gangsters. What is wrong with me? I need to check myself into therapy. Baby, I love hood. Our money. You've been like this. Yeah, you always your whole dating life. Like, that's all you like are the thugs. Gangsters. When I see anybody, and they hood, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I really like him. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all they need to they need to do with all that drugs, all this, all all the finessing. Yep, all that game banging. Oh, that's extra, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonus Look, point. You got right? a tattoo on your face, twenty. Oh. Like, I'm dead. That's your type, and I never under. I'm like, that. that's my money. Yeah. That's just that's just our money. I love face tats. Boy, this week. Okay, first, I can't do it. See me, I like my niggas. Like, I ain't even gonna say niggas. I like my men. <laughs> Artistic, creative. <laughs> I like the, so, you know, <laughs> the woke African African American brothers. You know, the natural. I like all it. No, I ain't gonna say I ain't hear my fair share of drug dealers that have entered in my life. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I, I didn't want to bring it relax. up, but I'm glad I was like, relax. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't that innocent. Uh, first, of all, <laughs> first of all, we gonna we gonna respect his name. That's what we gonna do. Right. Mm-hmm. We gonna res- no, nah, we that's what we gonna do. We gonna respect it. Okay, that was our friend too. 
Okay, period. But that was mostly okay. Relax. That was mostly my friend. I'm just saying, we gonna respect you. Mm, you know, Trista, Trista me up real like, I like what I like. Right. Rest in peace. You do Rest like good peace. niggas. You do too. Okay, that was one time. Damn, uh, that was you one time that? though. That was one time. But this is the thing, bro. And we, we was young. Bro, he, but he wasn't even hood around me, fool. He was like a teddy bear. When it was me and Brett, this man was such a teddy uh, bear. Like, it was just such the cutest. Bitch, you like, did not just say, oh. You know what I'm She I did. Bro, I'm going to used to be around us, like, for real. This night, I'm t- every time I remember, I, I would tell the story. Out of, bro, we would pet crisscross episodes in the middle of his kitchen floor. Yeah. Playing Patty I K. remember you telling me that shit. Yeah. Bruh. The, niggas are scared of this man. Like, yeah. bruh. This is the same person. And I was like, bruh, this man is such a sweetheart. Like, bruh, that man was sweet. Like, he was always so sweet and genuine with me. Like, anything, everything. Of course, he was tough, gangster, all that. But he was so sweet. Like, he so was sweet. so sweet and caring and all that. Yeah. He's I, I feel like you lost him. a real. Oh my god! I don't know. A real, a whole real, but that was my OG, bro. I was with this man almost every day. Oh, it killed me almost every day. Every senior year, every senior year, every day, every day. If I went to his house, I was at my cousin's house, and we was trying to figure out if we was gonna go to his house because they was right. It was like you know Midtown, downtown. That's the central world. And my cousin stayed downtown. It was like three minutes apart from my cousin house to his house. That's about every day. Saying here every day. I was at the night house. It was just it's that's how I feel about my own. And he ain't even old. Like we was talking when he passed, like talking. Me and text message talking to each other. And then my mm-hmm. just gone. Like this shit just be so crazy to me. How I don't know. That's another thing that I wanted to like touch on. When you he did, did? You remember the situation that just happened last year? Oh, shit. Yo, that shit, that oh, shit, yeah. like, I don't know. Maybe it's because, maybe if I was dealing with it in a different time in my life, like, my aunt, my uncle, my grandma passed and, like, back to back to back. Then my aunt passed, and I used to work with. And then when he passed, it was just, like, the world just stopped. Because I was, like... I just went through a whole situation where my grandma, my aunt, my uncle, my friend passed. And I'm talking to you about them passing. And he influenced me to go to my grandma's grave when I got, when I left my brother basketball game. And, you know, see, you know, just go and just release the energy that I've been holding up. And then to leave and you be gone too. And I can't even tell you, mm-hmm. like, this shit just really, like, had me just, I don't know. I was like, fuck. Yeah, we remember. I yeah, that was, was a hard time for you. I was sick. Like, and I feel like I have, this is even a thing, I don't miss fuck. But I have, like, the couch we used to sit on. And, like, sometimes I just sit here, like, you know, I don't have, and I know, same with y'all, y'all both lost grandparents. 
And I've never really, like, I go to my grandma's house often. I kind of switched the subject, but I go to my grandma's house often, and I feel like I can see my grandma, you know, walking around. Like, not on no, like, I'm crazy type shit, but just I have the memories there that I hold that I can feel like I can see her doing some of the things. But when you, when somebody passed away that you, like, have memories with, intimate memories, too, like, Mm-hmm. And you have like objects and things that they have touched or sat on. Like I feel like I can see him. You know what I mean? And it's just weird. Like to the point, I remember talking to y'all about these fucking crime while I was trying to do other stuff with people. And it's just me being like really vulnerable about talking about the situation. But that shit really affects how you move on a day-to-day basis like it makes me really like appreciate the people that I have in my life because I that shit took me whoo that shit took me out now that grieving and death is no joke like it is nothing to play with and it can send you down a rabbit hole just because when my when my grandma passed, like I was so depressed. You know, like when you and Ron, like I, I mean, I think me and you was in. We was we, mad. we was arguing about you something. You was about something stupid. We was not talking, and my grandma passed. And boy, boy, I was so thankful for you, Ron, Katie, Gilbert. Boy, y'all came through. I was so thankful y'all came that day. But it was like y'all supposed y'all told me like the next day y'all supposed to be all y'all was saying we gonna come. I think Janae was there too. Y'all was saying all y'all was gonna come the next day, and the next day she passed away, and none of y'all showed up. But I was so hard. You you have no idea how heartbroken I was, boy. I was upset like shit. Like, oh, y'all said y'all was going to come back the next day, and neither one of y'all showed up, and she actually passed away the next day. But grief is such, like, a process because you have different stages and different memories and different process of what you define as the passing. Because, you know, you have the day they passed away or the day you last talked to them or the last day that you accepted it, like, so many different days that you like can resonate with on that person's passing so that's also a part of the stages of grief and getting over there's really no getting over it honestly if we if we being 100 percent, there's no getting over it it's just it's all about getting a little yeah. bit more comfortable in acceptance honestly because i mean next to that i don't freaking know i'm just gonna tell you about the most recent person that just passed when Ryan passed, you know, we say his name, but hey, whatever, it's Ryan. So when Ryan passed, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I had like the most terrible nightmares I've ever had in my life. Like nightmares of me dying, me getting killed. Like the the from the day we found out about his passing at night, we we talked for hours on the phone at night. When y'all call and my phone, y'all, my phone was gonna do not disturb like a boy. Y'all was calling me, bro. Y'all was blowing me. <laughs> y'all was blowing me up. I was like, I was so close to being asleep. I was like, bro, let me check my phone, bro. I had like called. I was like, answer the phone, answer the phone. 
But anyways, so from that night on for like a week or two straight, I was having nothing but nightmares. Like of me getting killed. Just just because just thinking around and like what happened to him, like I was having nothing but nightmares. Nothing but nightmares. And I was at one point I was like afraid to go to sleep. Like I was trying so hard to not go to sleep. That's how bad my nightmares was getting. And I, I I guess it's just like kind of a part like you have to let it take its toll and figure out a way. So what I did, this sounds cliche and I'm going to get on my spiritual realm, but I got these stones. Mm-hmm. I don't remember you telling me. My friend, we went downtown to this and the stones actually helped. They stopped the nightmares and I haven't had one since. So coping mechanisms and then the, I guess the stones was one like I don't know what it was or that day why I don't know I just got them just because I I felt my spirits was low and I knew I'd been having these nightmares and where I was afraid to go to sleep and it it took it kind of kind of took a toll I mean I was just I was y'all y'all understand I was really terrible I was so scared to go to sleep because that was that was nightmare that was so terrifying y'all oh my god I could cry like they were so terrifying like I did not want to go to sleep for like a week or two like almost two weeks after Ryan passed away I did not want to go to sleep you know because I was just thinking of him I know like I don't and I know me and Ryan they talked in like maybe like a year or two but we talked like maybe like a couple months after his past because I was supposed to we supposed to link during what was that fucking concert uh What's her name? Cardi B. The Cardi B. Come, we're supposed to link there at the little festival thing, and we didn't even get a chance to freaking link. And I was like, "Duh." So I don't know. Just I don't, the grief is is it's difficult. Yeah. It's different, and how everybody deals with it is just different. So whenever you find something that makes you comfortable, stick to it. With 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 heals temporary long term whatever anything that can heal, no matter how long how short just something, do it. Yeah. Keep finding other ways. I mean, it's just, it's a process. No, there is no right or wrong answer. It's I feel it. I feel like somebody needs it's to hear this. Like, I it's I just time. remember being at work, not going really going to my uncle's funeral. And being at work, and my mom calling me saying, you know, my grandma had had a stroke, and me leaving work, going to the hospital, mm-hmm. and um, I remember my uncle being there, my mom being there, my aunts being there, and um, my grandma kind of just looking at me, and I remember when my grandma got released from the hospital, I looked at her in my aunt's car, and I was just like. Cause she was in the hospice at this point, and um, yeah, yeah, hospice ain't nothing. nothing. You know, you in hospice. I just remember looking at her and being like, "This is probably my last time looking at you." You know what I mean? In a living, living being, mm-hmm. and um, I remember saying it, like thinking it to myself, and being upset about it. And she didn't pass for like a month and a half. But um, like that, that like I remember it. Like I'll never forget that. And then I think about, and I don't even want to say his name, but I'm gonna say it. Um, I remember Joe. 
telling me to go to my grandma's grave before he passed, literally minutes before this man passed. And um, I remember him telling me to go, but I remember him saying like, like nothing is promised. Like nothing that you do can change what is supposed to happen. He said that from when I met him. And um, I didn't know him that long, mm-hmm. but I feel like that happening to him was bigger to me than my grandma passing because I feel like that changed my mindset on grieving. Like, this is somebody that I was just talking to, like, minutes talking to. Mm-hmm. My grieving changed. Like, my day-to-day changed. Like, I feel like certain situations that you go through, your day-to-day life or how you deal with things change. And I wouldn't change. Because for a minute, I used to be like, damn, why did I even fucking meet him? Like, to, to know him for five months or four months. But I he yeah. came into my life for that reason, for me to meet him, for that to change how I look at stuff. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, we got off topic, but I feel like somebody needs to hear that about them dealing with grief because it's a serious, serious, serious subject. And money for you, time doesn't mean anything. It don't matter if you two months, two years, it doesn't matter. Once you build that connection with somebody, that connection is there. So don't even like try to like downlive the the time thing. Like it doesn't matter. Two years, two days, two months. When somebody come in and make an impact on your life, that person matters to you and you yeah. care for them. So you know, don't even trip off that time. So because you know that's another thing. Whatever, is, I so I feel like we don't tell each other we proud each other proud of each other enough but I feel like it's just like an understood thing but I feel like I said this already I was so fucking proud of Crystal because I know that she she posted about it saying that she had did somebody makeup that had passed and I know that she had done their makeup as a person that was living and like I just want you to kind of touch on that like um experience because I know that was like tough just to get in the mindset of being in that type of situation oh when when they asked me to do it I was scared but y'all know I'm not that emotional so when I got in there it really wasn't bad at all to me I actually like doing deceased people a little bit more than alive people because they just I really want to ask why um they don't complain <laughs> Crystal they don't I'm going to hell for laughing but Crystal what they don't it's hard working with the public now but I really like this it like I feel like they don't complain when I'm when I'm <laughs> doing my makeup like I honestly feel like it's a a very special like self observation for me because mm-hmm. like this somebody that had a big effect on someone else's mm-hmm. life. Yeah. yeah. And then they gone. But I don't like to look at it like the like the person dead. I don't know how to word it, but 
I feel like the body is just a shell anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we are here just temporarily. So I don't even look at it like just that bad as you can look at it. I try to look at it as a more of a positive way. Like she did her time on earth and she probably did what she was supposed to do on like mission wise of God putting us on earth. So wasn't that bad to me. And I feel like the hard part is when they family members in there. That was hard. That'd be hard. And you see them react to uh, mm-hmm. to them being gone. But other than that. But I don't like thinking of stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's why I'm able to, to do it. I got a, a thick wall up, so. I used to have a thick wall up, but after a while, you get tired of holding that wall up. I get t- like my I was tired of holding that wall up, and I've been very and I pray for y'all know the too. But I've been very emotional lately. You're very emotional. <laughs> yes, I didn't used to be, but I have like I like lately, but I've been very emotional. Like I don't I I mean whatever it is what it is, but bruh. I am. I am. And I'm accepting it now. It feel like when I was younger, <clears throat> I was holding the wall up. But now that I'm grown, it's like I built the wall and it's doing its job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not holding it. It's already there. So a lot of time I, I avoid a lot of emotions <laughs> that I don't even know I'm avoiding until, like, people ask me certain questions. Like, when my grandma died, I didn't cry. And I was close. I was closest to her. I didn't cry, but that's how I am. When my brother died, I didn't cry. I didn't cry till ten years later. And when I was grown and realized, like he not ever coming back. Yeah. And it wasn't even really like no boo hoo. It was just like a couple tears had dropped. But I always try to avoid like super emotional stuff. So I feel like that's why I react the way I be reacting to deals nah when my grandma passed away and I was the closest person to my grandma forget her children because they had their own little bad or whatever but I was the closest person to her and at her funeral for some reason and this gonna sound bad but I laughed more than I cried because me and my cousin, y'all know Kanisha. Mm-hmm. Me and Kanisha, we was like cracking jokes, like all the stuff she's like all the stuff crazy stuff she used to do, and I we was just like we was laughing at the friend. I guess that was kind of like our coping mechanism to not cry. But I, I, we literally laughed more than we cried just because cracking jokes, and I feel like everybody else was crying, and we was like in the middle of the service type shit. We was like laughing, but I mean, I guess that was kind of. I'm just not. I'm not saying that's respectful, but I'm just saying like I guess it was like our way of coping, just because of how close we were to her and how maybe I guess how sensitive it was. Like we weren't trying to cry and be sad. Like we were just like trying to reminisce type of deal. So that's kind of how it went. But like, yeah, I, we 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 laugh, we cried laughing more than we cried crying. You know, so. I mean, I, um, it's weird. at my grandma's funeral, I was, she didn't even have a funeral. I think I was more upset. 
Yeah. Because I was the closest person to my grandma. And like I didn't get to see her. They cremated her. I don't know where her ashes is. We didn't have a funeral service, but because her kid, she wasn't close to her kids. So it was just like we really like had a dinner. And I feel like it was just a dinner. It wasn't to celebrate the life of her. Mm-hmm. And Y'all had like a repast? I mean, I know she was cremated, but y'all didn't have like a... No. Okay. Like, th- no, they're not close with her mm-hmm. at all. And so her kids is the one who planned it. Like, So, I mean, I can't get mad because they had their own situations and relations with her that, you know, I wasn't there for. And... She was just a good grandma to me. So, but when I I had a friend that came, and she saw how I was acting like, I really was acting normal. And she was like, "Weren't you close to her?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then she started asking me all like the right questions, and I started crying. Yeah. But that's no. My grandma funeral it <sighs> poured fucking down rainy from the time I opened my eyes during the day to the time I fucking closed my eyes at night. I mean, like, us in the recession, like, trying to get there, I think that's what it's called, Um, where you line up and, like, you know, you take their bodies to the... Yeah, it poured. It poured. Like, when mm-hmm. I say it poured, and I want to... I don't even... <laughs> I said I wasn't going to care about what people say or my family members listen to it, but I was the closest person to my grandma. Y'all know I lived in my, we lived in my grandma's house for and my or my grandma lived with us at our house for years on years. Yeah, years on a years. A long years. time. Especially when my granddad <laughs> burnt the house down. Like they both came to live with us. Like I just re- and Tristany and Chris, y'all remember like being my grandma like out like walking past and stuff like that. And it like to this day, it angers me that I like, I have my grandma's, um, I have the obituary and I probably got one picture in there, y'all. And for the longest time, it bothered me so much because I'm like, I was the closest person to my grandma. You know what I mean? Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. I feel that 100%. Girl, that ain't even make mine an obituary. Oh, for real? My auntie made a flyer, but she made the flyer for my cousin so he can give to his job. Wow. Because he had to call out to come to the the dinner. She should have just made it for everybody. Yeah, I don't have one. So. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. At the time, I was upset, but... I feel like when you step outside of your own emotions and look at it from other people's perspectives, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it's the reason why, you know, stuff yeah. played out the way it played. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I always say, I, I was telling my parents today, because um, I got a tattoo on my finger, and I never want to wish anything bad on myself, but I was telling them, not the reason that I get tattoos, but the reason that I I express myself in the way that I express myself is because I don't want to suppress anything that I want to express because it might help me in the long run. Um, and I was 
this is gonna sound banana but I was watching and I'm always I'm really into the criminal justice y'all both know this but I I got a tattoo on my hand and I was watching a um a pot or listening to a podcast and they were saying that a lady um something had happened to her and they're not really sure what but um they found her foot and only her foot and her foot had her name on it and that's how they kind of knew that she was no longer here with us and I tell my parents this all the time because we never know what our time is going to be and when our time is going to be and that's why I try to make sure that I am expressing myself and communicating the best way possible with my friends and my family because you never know you know what I mean and I, I just don't want that process to be hard for nobody because I know what it's like to have to bury people to have to go through that that um, process of laying somebody to rest and I don't ever want that to be hard on somebody you know what I mean that's why I try to make peace with the people that I can now and tell y'all like I appreciate y'all as my friends you know what I mean because you can only do that while you're here so, so yeah I understand that. Okay, so I want to pause real quick, and I want to not literally pause, but I want to like pause the story and the storytelling, and say this: I'm so thankful for the both of you, and I know we all different, but we're very similar in so many ways, and we don't judge, like no matter what we all do no matter the mistakes the decisions the choices we make the life experiences that we go through none of us judge we always we dare we listen we crack jokes we do whatever we need to do to keep it going to sympathize or whatever and I love it like our friendship has been the most valued friendship I've ever had with any of my friend groups and I really really genuinely enjoy it and I love it I really do and I know it started many 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 years ago (laughs) I just want to say this I'm so happy that we are in our adult life and we're still able to continue that mindset we're still able to continue to be there for each other so I know we talk sometimes we talk about a lot of funny shit fuck shit we talk about serious shit and now we're getting a little bit deeper, but I still want to make sure that's known that I definitely appreciate you guys and our friendship. So, yes. you know. I love y'all too. I love you guys. <laughs> and that's our motherfucking period. You know period. Period. <laughs> period. Hey, everybody take a shot. Period. No. 